Duke stepped up. He did what the Duke does, and with three points more in the bag, um, that I, I, look, I, I was at work on Saturday. Hang on, hang on, hang on, You mentioned a legend there, Djokovic, but we also are joined tonight by another legend. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention him yeah. tonight. Uh, who is it? Sorry, it's me, old mate. Hold tight. Good evening, everybody. Good evening. Good to be here. Hello, Tate. Oh, hey, hey, hello, if you want. ever, mate. I promise you. What skin products are you using? <laughs> <laughs> no alcohol. That's what it's called. Is it? Yeah, you try it. <laughs> I'll try it for an hour. <laughs> we'll see. Then we'll see. Might get rid of the part, get rid of a few wrinkles. <laughs> and um, yeah, I was like, I got my phone on at work, and I, I could feel the place absolutely bouncing. It was proper St Andrews, and we still haven't got a full crowd in. But you were watching; the cameras were shaking. It's incredible, incredible. Who went? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Do a round robin then, Mark, and start off with uh, with uh, obviously the, the tributes to Trevor, which I thought were absolutely superb. Um, yeah. You know, we've lost a legend. Um, yeah. Uh, but you know, uh, to see all them scarves that were outside on the on the front of the cop, I thought it was a lovely touch. Smashing. Well done, Birmingham City Football Club. I criticise you when I think I need to criticise you. But you did a marvellous job there. And it's so, so, so good to see seating being put back in and, and, and the blue of the lower uh, lower tilt and starting to re-emerge again. It is lovely to see. Paul, it was, uh, um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't yeah. think I've ever... I mean, I've obviously felt, you know, uh, amazing at St Andrews in the past, but this has just got a different feel about it completely, hasn't it, to anything I think we've ever experienced. It's just... So good. It's, you know, the first impressions when you walk in the car park now and the badge outside, the lights up, the screens. It's just going to another level, isn't it? Straight away in like four weeks. It's unreal. Yeah. It makes, sorry, it makes you want to go early. It sounds stupid, but it makes you want to go two hours early. Yeah. I mean, the build-up from 12 o'clock was, was unreal. Uh, yeah. I yeah, met up with the... Yeah, I mean, I, so I saw Watto and I saw Adam. Um, and we were just watching... We were just happy watching people arrive, you know, all the people for the, the boardrooms. We saw... You know, Mr. Brady turned up with Mr. Wagner. We saw people excited. Then Mark, he went to the pub with their lads. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, what? That's exactly what we want. No more, no less. You know, get involved. Get with us. Find out what we're about. You're American. You don't understand yet, probably, what uh, you know the, the, the English football scene is all about. And uh, he's doing the best job that he possibly can. Absolutely lauded it. I'll tell you what, I've never felt like this for 11 years. One, one, felt, one thing, one, to be honest, sorry, sorry Paul. I was just going to say, one thing, one thing he does know a thing or two about is winning. You know, he's a, yeah. he's a serial winner. And um, someone having someone like that in the dressing room for the players before the game, he's just going to get that extra 10% out of every single one of them, I think. Yeah. And well, it I'll tell you like... what else it did, right? It got 50% more out of the crowd as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the whole the whole day felt like we returned to the Premier League. It was like a, our first game back in the big time. It was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I mean, best, t- home, t- best home game in twelve years, I'd say. Tati, back when you played, who would you say was the most inspirational person in the dressing room then that you spoke to before any game? Was there any other than Barry Fry? Obviously, was there anyone that yeah. popped in and you know, would David Sullivan ever pop in or anyone that was involved uh, in at the at the board level? Uh, we had David Sullivan. Coming when he first took over with the Golds and, and Karen Brady coming 
I think we're playing Oxford at home and, and obviously they're coming a lot like a um, mafioso, so we say we're a bit scared, <laughs> if I'm honest with you. Um, so they give us a little pep talk about what was required, yeah. um, you know, and won that game 1-0. Yeah. Um, yeah, but very, very rare did, 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 did David come in or, or Karen or anyone like that. It was uh, mainly left to Baz, yeah. obviously, got the best out of us and um, like our captain named Daesh, really, um, yeah. who gave us, you know, the... the uh, ins and outs of what was required um, on that particular day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did TF ever pop in Tatley? You do? Trevor. Trevor. Trevor, yeah. uh, Trevor when, when we played, when Trevor was there, Trevor was, was very quiet and assuming, you know, he, was, he wasn't one to ball and shout. He, you know, he, he did his talking on the training yeah. ground. You know, he was very professional. Trevor. Um, and he left it up to uh, Frank Barlow, really. Um, he's one of his coaches to, to talk to us. But Trevor... Yeah. Trevor was, um, you know, I, I didn't really go on with Trevor, um, unfortunately. Um, but, you know, he's such a, a great player and such a, a great ambassador for the club. You know, you've got to respect everything that he did for our football club. You know, and it's such a sad, sad thing that happened, um, you know, a couple of weeks ago. But, he, you know, he didn't, he wasn't one to ball and shout Trevor. And I think that, that came across as his general demeanour, what you saw on, you know, on the TV and things like that, you know. Mm. Yeah. The one thing that I doubt about Saturday is we still need these people to continually turn up now. You know, we, we saw that attendance the highest it could be, and that needs to continue. So as highest we move forward, 2020. 20,500, I think, was the uh, attendance yeah. they announced. Um, but those people that, you know, and I desperately hope. They're going to prove me wrong, but I just don't want people just to turn up for the fantasy factor of being there on the first day of the new owners. You know, if you can physically get to a game, then get down there as much as you possibly can. And we know it's tough. Uh, we've said it before. It's hard for anybody in the current environment to, to potentially buy tickets, but there's always ways and means uh, for, for those tickets. So please, you know, Continue to get down there and make that noise because it was, it, it, uh, well, put it this way, we'd have lifted the roof if, mm. if there was a full capacity in there. Yeah. And, you know, that I think can happen over time and I really do believe it will it will happen. Mm. I and I should say, good evening, everybody. Sorry, I was late. Yeah. The football helps. Though. We played really good football. Yeah. I think we played really, really well. So hopefully people will come back and go, actually, we don't look too bad. We've just beaten Leeds. So I just Claire, I just kept shaking my head at work because I couldn't believe what I was listening to. We were brilliant. It was atomic, I promise you, mate. And it came over so well. And the presenters on, 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 on um, who, who were doing the... Blues TV. Uh, the job, yeah. Um, they, you know, they, even they were saying, look, this is St Andrews, this is what it is, this is what it's about. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and thankfully, Mr Wagner and Tom Brady... I've now heard what we can produce with Harper Stadium. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Will, but, we all, will we have the blue stuff and all that coming up again? Or do you reckon that's a one-hit wonder? I hope it stays. I hope it stays. I think it'll really I'm thinking, like, this is, this is like the last game of the season. Like, we're on Sky and we need to win this game to stay yeah. up again, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Richard, Richard, sorry, Richard, Rich, it must have been, Richard, it must have been challenging for you. saying uh, hello to Mr Brady and uh, announcing the seven times yeah. champion of the Super Bowl. That must have been pretty surreal considering the, the environments yeah. that we've been around in the past. I mean, <laughs> it was it was absolutely unbelievable, to be honest. And I've got to say, 
with just over twenty, just over twenty thousand in there. I think um, I've been doing the job for. I think this is my seventeenth season. I'm not sure. I, and even the local derbies against the Villa back in the day, I think they made more noise on Saturday. It was incredible. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah, it was absolutely mm. incredible. Um, and absolutely superb from the Blues fans. Mm. Something to just get behind, get excited about again. It feels brilliant, doesn't mm, it? Yeah. It's yeah. like a massive cloud's just gone, isn't it? I couldn't, hear, I couldn't hear anything I was saying no, on Saturday. Yeah. The, the fans just... I mean, I might as well have not been there. At well, some, even even you know. Jasper, God yeah, bless him. I could have been Even Jasper, God bless him, had to sort of like cut it a bit shorter, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, Jas- so Jasper. yeah I, um, uh, Jasper, what Jasper yeah. did... Um, is he paused and he let the fans in? He, yeah. he maybe should have just done it and then let the fans in. But it, yeah. it's a very emotional day for all of us. And yeah. Jasper was good friends with Trevor. Yeah, I know. Um, so you know, doing that for somebody who's a massive icon and a massive friend of yours, it must yeah. have been hard for Jasper. Very hard, yeah. When I passed him the microphone, I could tell he was really quite, you know, taken back by yeah. the moment. To yeah. be honest, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, as you would be. To be, honest, to be honest, Rich, we saw him come in and he looked, he looked broken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, Tom, Tom as well. Normally chirpy, but he didn't look it at all. Yeah, Mark, I think Tom... we helped him through. I think singing "Keep Right On" at that point, where he mm-hmm. was, you could tell he was stuttering. Yeah. I think we helped him through, and I think he needed that, and we could see yeah. it. So that's why we started singing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you could see Tom as well. Mark and Craig. Obviously, we were at the Tebley thing on Friday night, and yeah. Tom's still obviously very upset about it as well as we all are. You know, yeah. Yeah. but obviously Tom and Jasper knew him personally really well so it's yeah. different different thing uh, isn't it I seen his son James as well after the game and I think he was quite taken back by the by the occasion yeah um, but uh, I guess he, he just wants to try and see the blues still and, and try and put you know not put it behind him but obviously mm. you know he wants to sort of carry on watching the blues in, in aid of his dad I suppose so. yeah 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 but I must say yeah. on, the, on the pitch I was so impressed with the back four Sunich and Bielik together were fantastic weren't they oh and you know and I mean Sunich. I don't know what what happens, what's happened to him since he's been away and come back, but what what a, what a game he had! He was my man of the match on Saturday. What to be you got to think of, Paul? It's it's where he's been, and yeah. now he's come back home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Lloyd and Buchanan, uh, Buchanan is just he's just slotted straight in. He's a he didn't, quality, you wouldn't even know we signed him. I think he was brilliant, and yeah. Laird was exceptional, and Dembele. Yeah, for him yeah. to get him under one million pounds. He could, he's, yeah, they're all going to be signings of the season because they were just brilliant. I, I thought um, I thought Dion at the back, uh, yeah. Sanderson, mm-hmm. had his best game in the Blues top. I yeah. thought he was absolutely superb, Dion. He was. Um, he was they all were. They yeah. All were. yeah. Um, they, I, I had some players come up to me on, on Saturday afternoon after the game and they said, um, watch your space, mate, because your club is going to go right there. It's it, You are back. Yeah. You are back. Mm. And... and uh, you know, we've got a lot of work to do, a lot of work to do inside, outside, team-wise, this, that and the other. Uh, but, Richard, what, what's the feeling like actually inside the stadium, working within um, the, the compounds of St Andrews? Is is there a better feel now than there was five, six, seven, eight weeks ago? Oh, I mean, absolutely. Um, it, it, everyone was just buzzing, Nick, to be honest. Uh, I don't think it's proper kicked in yet. I think it's going to take a couple of games. I and mean, you're talking about the, the pre-match stuff. 
Uh, we had the pyros. We had we had uh, explosions and mm-hmm. and streamers. I actually didn't know we had the streamers. <laughs> so when, when I was doing when I was doing my announcement and it was going boom boom and I'm going whoa. Um, but I, I mean, it was incredible, wasn't it? It was like being a, yeah. like a, a Super Bowl Super show Bowl, yeah, or something, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. not thought, quite as big as that. But I thought the stuff with the screen as well was brilliant. Obviously, you talking yeah. to the fans in the crowd and it's on the screen. Yeah, and... so everyone knows yeah. what I look like now. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but no, we have I mean... been a downtrodden club the last 12 years, a downtrodden club, changing managers, this, that and the other, last day relegation battles. It, this is the change we have all begged for. I have the goosebumps on my arm. Here we go. Look. It could be quite a boring it's, season, though, Nick, after 30 games gone. You know, we, we, we're like just above mid-table. Yeah. It could be boring. I'm happy with mid-table. <laughs> Save me from 17th yeah. and 18th. Mid-table's yeah. perfect. Yeah. I was only joking. <laughs> <laughs> mid-table, please. Sacked well, in the morning. You're getting sacked in the morning. What they've done, though, in we, City 4... We've got to look forwards, though. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I'll be honest. I heard enough on Saturday of we, we've got our club back, right? And that's that's exactly what it is. It felt as though, as fans, everybody was together inside that stadium on Saturday. And now we've got to look forwards. Got to stop looking at all of this. What's happened in the past business? Because yeah. as far as I'm concerned, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm now looking forward to what we can do. And I know we can't forget what's happened, but everybody's got to stop talking about it because we've got new owners. There's an old new people that want to take us forward. You simply can't change what's happened. You can only make tomorrow a brighter future for everybody. There's an old saying. And we can there. do that as fans. There's an old mm. saying that the Craig think forward, glance back, and that's what we right. need to do. Yeah. yeah. Was you there, Tacey, well, on Saturday? Got three signings coming anyway in the next week. Say again, Claire. I've heard we've got three three signings in the locker. Okay, yeah. I've seen the striker that was one playing. One was a striker. Yeah. Like one he was yeah. on loan from Cardiff. I yeah. His name. We've got another two. And Rudy might be staying as well, which is a plus. That's really good. Yeah, that's good news. Was you there on Saturday, Tato? I was down in Cardiff with our uh, under-18s. Okay. Um, so we play Cardiff on at uh, 12 o'clock. Okay. Um, just at their train, the train facility just opposite uh, their main stadium. So I didn't get back home until quarter past four, so I got the last half an hour Okay. Um, on Blues TV. So that's what I saw and listened to it a bit on the radio as well. But, you know, what I saw, it was it was, it was very good. And it's all positive, you know. And I'm, you know, I, just, I work for the club as well, and yeah, down there two or three days a week anyway, trying to grind. And yeah, it's um, it's a lot of positivity, and but you know, it's uh, it's going to be the toughest season in the championship that there's been, I would think, ever. Yeah. I don't think there's uh, any weak teams in there this season, uh, and it's you know, it's going to be a roller coaster again. I think. Yeah, which is great. So United, who came down from the Premier League. Yeah, we we, yeah. we, we did we did Nick, but I think. I've got to look at the whole season and say, of course, I know. This I know, I know. is the toughest league, and yeah. Tati, I totally agree. This is mm-hmm. the toughest league we have seen in the championship for a very yeah. long time because we've got year, teams though, that are equal. Well, we've got teams that are equal, and this is the difference. You know, I, I know Southampton, Leeds came down, but they've lost a lot of players. Southampton, something like 100 million that they've taken in now through sales of their players, but, but they haven't yet replaced them. So, hmm. his questions: Does it make them weaker? No, it doesn't. Like there are Leeds at the right time. It makes no difference. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, Claire. Yeah, and you know, I, I just 
go through some of the stuff on the on the shape box because it's going absolutely mental tonight, yeah. as you can imagine. But uh, Dan Nash, man of the match for me was Dion Sanderson. He was like a brick wall. Mm. Sunich found his true home now. Now he's playing in a correct midfield. Sunich is reborn from Kevin Kelly. Um, Laird did well. Um, people were offering in front of him. Sanderson, man of the match. That was some Jason Hughes. Uh, and Jason, good to, uh, to catch up with you on Friday evening as well. So, uh, yeah, good to see you. Uh, good to see you down there. Um, but, you know, lots of comments again around Ruddy as well and whether he is staying uh, or, or moving on. So hopefully he is going to be uh, staying staying with us. Um, Lyle Taylor was at the game. Yes, he was, but I don't think that means anything. Um, you know, perhaps he was working for the TV. We just don't know, or, or radio stations. But yes, he was there. Um, there's no no hiding those ones. Um, and, and then we, we just look at the let's not get carried away. Uh, especially if and when we lose a game. So, Nigel, man, I couldn't let go that any further. Yeah, absolutely. We can't yeah. get beyond ourselves. No, one game at a time. But was we all confident? Yeah. Was we all confident when Juki stepped up? Was we all confident? No. no. <laughs> no. Never was I. I thought he'd missed it. Did anyone actually think he'd missed it when he took it? Yeah, yes. I did. I thought he did. Yeah. Well, so, such a great feeling though when he hit the back of the net, wasn't it? What a feeling yeah. that was. Oh. And Tom well, also, what was a going brilliant nuts. celebration <laughs> as well. And I know it was, uh, it, it, I, I believe it was his thank you to Trevor in a way, but the no, way he went and celebrated yeah. in front of the nah, country. Nah, if you look on the highlights, it was touchdown. You reckon? Yeah, yeah. I think the football celebration in all honesty. Yeah, it was. Okay. People <laughs> jumped on that quick and it's nice to think that, but it was definitely the NFL thing, Link. But what they've done or to it, some... might, it might have been a tribute to Tebbley. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what they've done, though, to St Andrews in, in such a short space of time, in like four weeks, you know, they've they've already turned water into wine, aren't they? It's unbelievable. I was, I was, I was a bit worried, actually. I thought they're not going to get this done in time. Mm. And they sort of have, haven't they? You know, mm. they've done, they've, you know, for what, what we was expecting, it's been done. And some, I mean, the screens outside the cup, I know, getting them up and in, in time, and getting the content done for it, and yeah, just the the, the new blue on the on the cup, yeah, just just looks superb. Even the main stand with the, with the new blue seats, yeah, it's just smartened it up, and it Massively. looks like a you know a proper ground again, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, even something daft like the steps being white yeah. instead of yellow, yeah, yeah. What a difference that makes. Yeah, I, it was it was yeah. a pleasure to be there, is what I would say. An yeah. absolute pleasure to be there. And I'm, I think the fans thought that as well. I think it come across. Yeah, you know, absolute pleasure yeah. to go there again, watch the team, be entertained. Uh, the problem we've got is, as Paul said, there's a lot of big clubs in the Championship with a lot of big aspirations, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, a lot of them have been in the Premier League, come down, mm. and there's ex expectations. So it just makes the league even harder, doesn't it? You know? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, positivity breeds positivity. Yeah, yeah. And if we can, you know, have that right mindset all season and, you know, have this feeling like, like, like Craig said earlier, you know, get the ground like that every game this season. Mm. You just never know where it could take us. I think fans come into to Birmingham as well the, now. the Trevor tributes uh, last Sunday, uh, as, I, as I said last Monday, mm, yeah. and um, I looked at the outside of the ground, I thought, this looks really shabby. And there's mm. no way they're going to get this ready for next week. Oh, did and then when, work, yeah. when my brother showed me a photograph of it, I said, God, that is amazing. Mm, <laughs> yeah. I've, got to, I've got to say, Nick, uh, just quickly as well, I, I, I was desperate to get hold of my uh, match day script 
in advance as much as I could. Um, no, I was desperate to get out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, I've got to give a bit of a shout out to Jake Malbasa actually from from marketing because I know him and and all the office staff generally were there until about half mm. eleven, twelve o'clock on Friday night. Really, still sort of dotting the eyes, crossing the t's, um, and they've been there since eight o'clock in the morning. And then wow. back again on the Saturday. Uh, okay. You know they're there to do that job, I guess, but that's a long, a lot of time that's commitment for you. Commitment, yeah, just to make sure that we could just get over the line and make the match day experience uh, work. So a big shout out to Jake and all all of his team as well because they've yeah. worked really hard, as have all of the staff there. So yeah, fair play. Yeah, I just thought to say that. Can, yeah. I, yeah. can I give a shout out to a, a fan that came over to me and Mark while we were there? Um, they were. He was a uh, fan of the show. His name is Barry. Uh, and he's been going down to the blues since 1968. So, Barry, if you're listening, I told you to chat you out, mate. There you go. There you go. Oh, well man. done, Barry. Uh, done, right, Barry. Paul Tate, you've got to wish somebody a happy birthday. I have, yeah. Happy birthday to Mel. Uh, happy birthday. She's a big blues fan. And keep right on. I hope you've had a great day, Mel. No, sorry, Paul. And she's a Paul Tate fan. She's a Paul Tate fan. I've got one. <laughs> Claire, explain. Claire, explain. He's both. She's a Paul Tate and massive blues fan. She's been going down for years, so and she's part yeah. of her game too. So she'll love that. Thank you. No, I'll have a no wonderful problem. birthday. Lots of love from everybody at the Talk and Talk Show, and mm. of course Paul Tate. Oh, did we all see the uh, pretty iconic program that they printed for the match? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I'm she wants to keep hold of that. Is I never got one, to be honest. The queues um, were massive. The queues for programmes was big. The queues for food. The queues for the shop. I've never seen yeah, a queue for the real. shop. It was just ridiculous. <laughs> I was like, oh. But it's good, though, like even today, um, just to get the away shirt, the queue was massive. That's all that we need to keep putting the money into the club. Yeah. I was at the shop at night. That's a question, guys. Are, are we still, are we still uh, book of pies? Yes. Yeah, yes! they're more expensive. Yeah. I had one before the game. <laughs> they're more expensive. Ladies and gentlemen, we now have a top line. We are definitely playing for a full house this evening. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I was at the I was at the club shop. I popped up in the morning first thing. I was in there about nine thirty, and there must have been probably thirty people in there then. You know, back going back to before this has happened to the club. You, I'd be just be in there on my own probably. Do you know what I mean? At that mm-hmm. time of the morning, even on a match day. So you can just tell the whole place is just booming at the moment and, and just the face on people in the shop at half nine on Saturday morning, you know, the people that I'm talking to in there are just completely different vibe. But we scored in the very last moment of the game. What was the Coventry Road like on the way out? Busy. Couldn't see it from the suite. No, you know, I'm on a better support. It's like, well, All right. it's like Often, even even sometimes after we won, it was doom and gloom. Uh, there must have been something really special uh, there on, on on the way out. I heard quite a few fans singing "Leads Are Falling Apart Again." Yeah, yeah. Um, that old one. I heard that one. It was a little bit of uh, banter with the Leeds fans, but I've got to say, actually, Nick, it wasn't. Oh no, it wasn't about people outside fans, celebrating what was, or anything. What was the vibe with the Blues fans? That was, yeah, it, it was. was all it was positive, but because we'd come away with a result, it wasn't over the top. Um, I think that that had been inside the stadium. That's where it was different. And that's where the atmosphere needs to be. Mm. You know, it, it, 
coming outside of a ground and singing afterwards is absolutely pointless. You've got to get make sure you lose your voice inside. Mm. Um, I, I certainly know that, that Claire lost her voice, but that was because she was shouting at other people rather than the game. <laughs> no, I was shouting because the one thing that they did annoy me on Saturday was we didn't shoot enough. So no, we had yeah, so many opportunities where we could have hit it. And then when we did hit it, he should have passed it. Mm. And Craig, you knew that I wasn't very happy with that. But it was, it was at the terrible. end of the day, if you don't shoot, you're not going to score. Yeah. And then, you know, you've got to have a go. Like Dembele was 20 yards out from goal and he's tried to pass it. Mm. She's so, arrived. Over the caps. There she is. Making a weekly appearance on the Tilton Talk Show. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, no, we got into a couple of positions. We've seen a lot about players coming into the club potentially as signings, but you're working with the younger lads at the moment. You know, um, have we got the next Jude Bellingham in the books? You know, is <laughs> is there this player ready to stand out, or or yeah, well, actually, I suppose is that positivity breeding into the youngsters? Because me, I, I guess they didn't have the opportunity to meet Brady yet. But just knowing that he's involved in the club must give him a huge, huge boost. It's uh, we've got some great kids coming through. Um, obviously, we're competing. The likes of Aston Villa are buying every kid going at the moment, and with what they've got to offer at their place. Um, so it is really, really difficult at the moment. But I think uh, we've got the most productive academy in Europe now for under 18s who have uh, lads who've got minutes in the first team from the under 18s coming through. Um, there's a lot of good kids coming through. Now, what I do like, the 18s of what we've got at the moment, is they're all local lads as well. Mm. And a lot of them are from really rough areas in Birmingham. And they know they're very streetwise and they've got each other's backs. I think what we've had over the last couple of years is uh, lads, we've had to sign players from uh, all over the country, really. And when you do that, they don't know what it means to play for Birmingham City Football Club. And it's part of my job. Part of Liam's, Liam Daish's job and Martin O'Connor's job as well, to an extent, to let them know what it is like and what it means to play for Birmingham City and what is required. And um, don't let them forget it. Mm. Um, and they're taking it on board. You know, I said to them, you've got to run through brick walls. It's a no retreat, no surrender policy. If we get beat, we get beat. But, you know, I want to get back to uh, when teams play against us. I want them to come to the end of the season and go, God, I don't want to play Birmingham again next season. You know, I want, I want an identity of being an honourable team to play against. And I said to them, you know, as soon as you step over that white line, you turn into someone different. You know, you turn into a different being when you come That's up. As it pitch. was in your day, that ball wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's, a dif- it's a different, listen, coming back into the game now for me, it's very, very eye-opening what players, the modern day player is like and, and everything, the training is all different. Uh, the analytical departments, the physio departments, everything's different. But the game hasn't changed, you know. It's still 11 versus 11. And um, you've got to have a winning mentality. Um, I know what our fans expect. As football fans in general, they want is to play to give 100% uh, with quality. And uh, my job is to identify that in training. Those players who are struggling, maybe, and have a little chat with them, uh, giving them a G up and giving them a kick up the backside as well. Mm. Um, that this is the most important time of their their young careers. Um, they haven't done anything, you know. They've got the one, the first rung of the ladder, and they need to give their all for eighteen months to try and get a pro contract. And then that's where the hard work starts because they've got to get another eight two year contracts, another five three year contracts over their careers to have a long career. 
And I don't think they understand that when they're coming through the doors because, believe it or not, they've all got agents now. Yeah. You know, that they signed for a club at 16 and a large percentage of them are coming with an agent, which is absolutely bizarre. Mm. Um, and, and these agents, I'd say, was it 95% of them have never played football in their lives. They just see these kids as a, a cash cow. Mm. Um, and it's a big, you know, gripe of mine um, that uh, what information are they being fed? by these agents, they don't need an agent. All they need to do is get themselves in the building, work their socks off, run through brick walls for our club and uh, see where it takes them. Um, but yeah, the 18s at the moment, I can't speak highly of, of them and of the coaching staff with Martin Olinshaw and Danny Barham. Uh, they're all working tirelessly uh, to, you know, to get this next conveyor belt of kids coming through. Uh, but we have got some very, very good lads coming through as, as oh. we have in the 16s as well. Mm. Paul, my daughter's 11. Um, she's a massive blue nose and she wants to make it in the women's game. What's the best pathway for her to kind of pursue going forward now? Well, does she play for a team? Um, she's just, she does the uh, like go along for free kind of thing at uh, actually at West Bromwich Academy. Um, right. That's the only door she's got in at the moment. I think there are a lot, there's, there's more and more. Um, girls teams about now than there ever has been I'd, I'd suggest going to when you when you when you join a team it's all right joining a team but if that team isn't particularly good they're not going to be watched by scouts the scouts will always watch the best the best leagues and the best players they know they're not you know that they, they know what games to look out for so it all depends what kind of standard she is and what you think she is and where do you think she could play um if she's if she's a very good player look out for the teams that that have got a good reputation um, that she could progress. Um, she's looking like she's going to be a good defender. She, she, can, put, she can put her foot in and, and make a tackle quite well. Yeah, well, that's good. That's nice to hear that uh, that she likes to get stuck in. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's always it's always nice to hear because that's a dying art in, in today's football, yeah. isn't it? Because mm, yeah. uh, very few players tackle and head the ball because it's uh, you know um, it's frowned upon, should we say? You know, the art just of defending. Through, just gets around local schools. Sorry? Just scouts go around the local schools? Uh, I wouldn't have thought so. At second they, level, no. I, would, I wouldn't have thought so. They'd go, they'd, they'd watch um, Sunday football, Saturday football, um, JPL, things like that, you know. But our, our scouting system for the, for, the, for the young lads, you know, I think every league, every team has been watched, you know, at every level, um, that is. Um, but to, for, for me to, to say to, to your daughter, I'd, I'd to try and get as high as you can very early, um, you know, because the standard will be high and it will raise her game. Mm. You know, when you play at a lower level and you're playing against probably people who aren't particularly um, progressing really well, it is, it, you know, it may stifle her. Um, she needs to be playing very early from a, from a good level, in my opinion, mm. to get spotted. Great, Paul, thanks for you, mate. No I must say that the, um, the, uh, the, the Ladies Women's World Cup uh, tournament has has been absolutely phenomenal, brilliant, superb, yeah. it's been amazing football played there. Doing well. So I haven't seen any games, all, they're, they're all, all on at nine o'clock in the morning, aren't they, I think? Crazy. Uh, between nine and eleven, yeah. Yeah, yeah I've, 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 I've seen them at work and I, don't, I haven't seen anything, you know, so unfortunately. Get out, but... you're still in bed, Paul, come on. Mm-hmm. Just tell them <laughs> <me>. <laughs> I'm up at five o'clock, me. 
Fair play. Every single day. I don't know why. I just keep on waking up at five. <laughs> Excited. <laughs> so I used, to get in at five, I used to get in at five o'clock. Now, now I'm getting waking up at five o'clock. So I said, you know what I mean? So there we go. <laughs> Richard, I just want to ask you a question, mate. Where, where do you watch the game from then when the game's actually on? Where, where are you sat watching it? Because I know obviously you announce the subs and all that as well, don't you? It sounds very glamorous, Paul. I'm in a box, but above the old tunnel in the main stand. Oh, okay, yeah. It's not, it's not really glamorous. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's, uh, it's probably one of the, uh, probably the only box that's never been done out. I think, yeah. uh, but we don't mind. We don't mind. We just get on with it. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. And, ba- yeah. And back in the day, obviously, when we all used to go ooh when the opposition makes a sub. Do you remember when the guy used to repeat the person's name? Yeah, so that was a guy called um, Keith uh, who did that, I think, originally. Think it needs um, to be reborn? Uh, well, I'm sort of still doing it. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't repeat it. I think it's a little bit, <laughs> it's a little bit cheeky. Um, but I, I thought that it was. I, I knew about. Obviously, when I started doing it so many years ago, I, I knew that he used to do that. Yeah, uh, I think funny. the guy before me did it as well a little bit. But uh, I thought I'd carry on, see what I'd get away with. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, we, yeah, it's uh, it's frowned upon sometimes. But it's actually, if you, if you actually listen, I'm only actually just questioning it when I say it. I'm not. It's oh, not okay. actually disrespectful. If you listen to our do, it's actually just actually like going. No, like, are you sure? Yeah. So, yeah. I've got. Yeah. It's, it's my favourite thing at the game. Me and my mum always talk about it. You know, when you say like, and it's Cristiano Ronaldo, and then you wait for it's a, honestly. Yeah, and, yeah, and, 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 and I also love that. Another thing. Yeah. Another thing this season and last season, it's it's uh, HJ Wealth planning our uh, the sponsors. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's great, great marketing for them because when we do the away sub, even they get a, a who after, you know, yeah, after, after the we've sub. had the, uh, yeah, 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 it's brilliant, yeah. yeah I think awesome. that, that is so funny because I like, well, I, I love my comedy. I love, there's no better in life than that. There's enough things going on in the world without me adding to anybody's misery. And to laugh is the best thing ever. Um, but when that first, that very first, I can't remember the, 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 the footballer's name. And you repeated it twice, and I was like, I was just in tears. I can't it Absolutely either. superb, it was. Yeah, the fir- the first one ever was Reggie Blinker, wasn't it? I think Reggie Blinker yeah. when he was playing was for Sheffield, um, Wednesday. Sheffield Wednesday. I think right. I'll, I'll take your word for it. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, and that's that, that's how it was born. I don't know where it came from though. The first one on Saturday. The first one on Saturday, by the way, was <laughs> absolutely <laughs> superb. It was so loud. It was brilliant. I, I get a right buzz when the crowd do that back. Sorry, who, who wanted to get in? Sorry about Rich, have I imagined it? Or has the uh, PA system actually had an upgrade as part of the uh, new owners? No, I don't think you've imagined it. I think, yeah. uh, I think it has. Yeah. Um, they've really, really tried, actually, um, yeah. to, uh, to, to get this better. Um, it was chronic. Yeah, well, yeah, I, yeah, I always used to say to people when they say to me, it sounds really rubbish, it sounds like... <laughs> I'll go, well, you speak like that, yeah. <laughs> 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 Chris Brown in disguise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 No, yeah. no but... Rich, or Rich and Tatey as well, have you met uh, Mr Brady yet? Have you got any plans to? I personally haven't. So I know he's, uh, there are plans uh, to meet Tom Wagner and, and, and uh, the rest of them, but I'm not sure... On Tom Brady's, if he's going to be coming much more, I'm not, you know, I'm not sure. I know Tom Wagner will be, but I'm sure we'll, we'll have a little meeting with him and the academy yeah. guys um, shortly. But everything coming from him uh, for the academy, anyway, is, is all positive because it's been seriously uh, underfunded our academy, uh, and you know the training facilities have been let go because the, the groundsmen haven't had enough staff. 
believe it or not, to and enough equipment, you know, the equipment's out of date and we, everything needs upgrading, the pitches need upgrading for where the lads train. Mm. Um, so everything, what we're hearing is positive, but it's obviously you've got to get it right first team first before it filters down to anyone else because if your yeah, first yeah. team aren't mm-hmm. doing on the pitch, then nothing else is going to work. So I'll get that, you know, and I might continue, but I'm looking forward to the investment uh, for our academy so our kids have got decent facilities. We've got to learn to walk before we run. Mm. I haven't. Yeah. I haven't met them either, by the way. I don't know why they'd want to meet me, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Richard, quick question for you, buddy. Do you know uh, uh, with all your pre-match bits that you do? Do you write your own stuff, or does somebody else write that for you and prepare it? Uh, no, it's prepared by the club. the The only thing I prepare is the half-time interview with the with the player, which sometimes comes across a, a little bit short. But you write you write an interview, sort of five six questions, and sometimes it could end up being five minutes, five to seven minutes long. But then you could get a player who's just little like one word answers. Yeah, uh, and what we have to remember is we we've got a 15 minute break but actually we've only got 12 maximum really because mm. the players are coming out especially if you're 1-0 down or the other team's 1-0 down they send them out early generally mm. um, so I tried to not anything at half time tried to make 10 minutes maximum because if we were mm. still out on the pitch messing around like kicking a ball into the net or a chip and win or, or something like that that's that's no good we've got to be off yeah. so uh, but no the answer I went off I went off piece there um, no the club prepare it um and uh, I I do the half time stuff uh, for the for the guest, which was John Frayne on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good guest, good guest as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess it can be challenging at times as well because they've just come out of the Legends Lounge, don't they? After being in there since midday. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, well, yeah. Uh, we we all uh, we all know that uh, Hoppy's uh, always good entertainment. <laughs> no, yeah. I bet he doesn't drink a thing. Richard Chipperman coming back all the Paul Are you? turning that water into wine always 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 <laughs> uh, the answer to the uh, halftime thing i know that the club are, are working on something i'm not sure what it's going to be to be honest um mm. i think i think saturday was probably never going to have anything on saturday you know we need to just absorb the atmosphere that we had mm. uh I, mm. I guess we'll be bringing something back we'll watch this space mm. who knows I don't bring, know. bring the shed back oh the shed was awesome wasn't it? <laughs> brilliant <laughs> <laughs> Did we see the new flag that was unfailed on the Tilton? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. New, new smelly flag. Very good, I know. Yeah, yeah. 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 Where's, your, where's know, the old brand new. It don't smell yet. It will do. <laughs> it will do, yeah. Yeah, it's lovely. I was... <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine what it's going to be like when the lower Tilton and Copper open, you know. Yeah. It's going to be incredible, isn't it, really? I mean, it's incredible anyway, but when you've got, mm. like... The, the stadium, I think we will sell out, to be honest, when it's when it's fully open, because it's going to be a novelty and as well. And the safe isn't standing it? will have an impact as well. Well, I was just yeah. about to say, how good yeah. does the safe standing look, awesome. by the way? Yeah. So, so when, it, when it was first proposed, I was under the understanding it wasn't going to be all of the lower... Yeah, it's all the lower top. Yeah, all the top, yeah. That's going to be all, yeah. Right? Just want to bring the chairman of the board in, Watto, uh, what's your take on what's been going on lately? Uh, can't get me breath, to be honest. I'll tell you what I saw today... Uh, was a young lad walking down Bexhill High Street with a Birmingham City shirt on. You really? Now, <laughs> this is 200 miles away from, from yeah. Birmingham. And I, I looked and I, I couldn't get my breath. And I thought, that lad's probably had that shirt for about three years. And he's just just now brave enough to walk down Bexhill High Street <laughs> with, with it on. And it, it's, it's incredible. Uh, and I, I spoke to him and... 
his his mum his mum has been the, the reason he supports Birmingham. They, his mum and dad lived in Birmingham for a long time, and that's that's why they support Birmingham. Uh, but this lad was wasn't old enough. Uh, he, he's he's never been to Birmingham in his life, but he got the shirt on, and and, and yeah. I pulled up in my car and I saw him, and I thought that's got a that's a blue shirt, and I'm believing. Never seen one in 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 this area before. Never ever seen a Birmingham City shirt <laughs> in this area, but there he was, and I thought, well, you know, that speaks volumes, and it, you know, he's 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 suddenly proud to put that on and walk down whatever street. I yeah. can't wait to the day when uh, Manchester, Barcelona, Bayern Munich, and all those places, Ajax are full of Birmingham City shirts. I can't wait for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah um, I've just got to say, before we carry on, good evening to uh, Mike Wiseman, who's, who's joined us and watching the show. And uh, oh, yes, Mike, moment, uh, Mike. Well, Mike. your celebrations on Saturday <laughs> and your face yeah, yeah. behind Mr Wagner when we scored that penalty <laughs> is superb. Um and I might happen to have a screenshot that I'll pass over to oh, you. No, but no, it really no, is no. very, it very it good looks, indeed. It that also shows how much yeah. people that have been involved in the club for a long time actually appreciate it's, it's what's a, going on as well. Almost at the end of the game, Craig, um, and I don't know whether you've seen uh, any of the footage, uh, the TV cameras panned into Mr Wagner and Tom, and this little lad come walking down the steps, held his hand out and shook Mr Wagner's Hand. That was Adam. About nine. <laughs> he was about nine years old, and the look on his face was like, "Oh my goodness me! This is this is what I want to see. I want to see stuff like that. Brilliant, absolutely beautiful moment." Mm-hmm. He, he does seem to have a lot of time actually for the uh, for the younger ones. Uh, just before we uh, open the turnstiles, we had the, the. I don't know if you noticed the Trevor Francis. Um, uh, thing on the centre circle mm. that the kids yeah were. yeah and we did a practice we did a practice pre-match and uh, he came over and introduced himself to every single one of those kids yeah, shook all the hands you know that's superb yeah. Yeah. top draw they, yeah. absolute top draw yeah yeah. yeah yeah they want to make us a global brand don't they and yeah. I think and I think they're going to yeah. you know I've got every confidence every time I hear Tom Wagner speak you know I could listen to him talk all day he's, he's yeah yeah fantastic you know I'm annoyed at that Paul is that I'm 61 years old yeah. Mm. And, 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 and I know like it's gone and it's history, but the last 12 years mm. has been just such a waste, such a complete waste. Doesn't um, Wembley come up about every 12 years in the country, for the Blues? Not a football team in the world called London. Yeah. And I can tell you now, <laughs> I can tell you now, I can see this going all the way. I just hope I live long enough to watch it. Go on, Rich. I'm just saying, you know, we're, 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 we're due a trip to Wembley, aren't we, Nick? Every uh, twelve every, years, every or so. twelve years, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 How, how, yeah. How, how fitting would it be if it would be in the year with what happened with Trevor? If we actually achieve something this season, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How fitting would that be? Yeah. Put, put put it this way: for the first time in a long time, I won't let my missus look at holidays for May. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. No, you're right. Though. So she's just said, "Where are we going in May? We always go away in May. You know, with some way end of the, with the playoff finals on." Yeah. And, um, I just said, I ain't committing this time. I just want to see how we're getting on after, like, you know, by Christmas and whatever, see where we are. Yeah. yeah. Chris, yeah. can you just pull my screen up a minute? Hey! <laughs> oh, there yes, yes, yeah. Can I just, can I just yeah, say yeah. something? Mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm, since the season started, I must have watched seven or eight late live games from the Championship. And I watched all the highlights over the weekend of Premiership and and. And I've never seen such crap defending in all my life. 
<laughs> team after team after team, thinking, what on earth's going on here? The only team, the only team where I can say we were almost perfect was us. Yeah. Mm. That back four is tremendous. The two fullbacks are yeah. top, top draw. They're, they're, they're going to be great for us. Yeah. They'll, they'll be yeah. people in 20 years time saying, remember them, we had them two fullbacks. They were superb on Saturday. Mm. And yeah. we've got to score some more goals, unfortunately. But if we, if we defend like that for 20 odd games, uh, then there's there's nothing we can't do, but we we know we know something's going to happen. Uh, you know, a, a bounce ball bounces the wrong way, somebody sticks the ball in the net, and we've got to, we've got to score more goals. We've got to score more goals. You know, one a game is not going to cut it. As good as our defence is, what and it was brilliant. I I I loved it. I I, I was a fullback myself, and I just looked. I, I I can go back the horror shows that I've had in, set in front of me over the last twelve years of left backs who can't mm. play. Mm. This guy Buchanan was superb. Yeah, and I yeah. sat there looking mm-hmm. at him. You know, he's right in front of me for the second half, and I see you can play, son. You've got you've got it all. Your pace, strength, mm. you can pass. Yeah. I loved this. I, I absolutely loved this. And the fact that they hadn't got any tea in the in the uh, in the main main stand uh, canteen, I, I even forgave them for that. <laughs> <laughs> I said to my dad. I, I said to my dad. You know, this is by far the best left back we've had. This is only half hour into the game. I said to my dad, oh, "This is the best left back we've had since David Murphy." Straight away. Yeah. 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 What yeah. does everyone yeah. think of the uh, the cup draw? By the way. We're at oh, home. We're, it's winnable, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, we've got yeah. we. You know, you get a home game. You know, yeah. let's go on a cup. I love the cup. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Absolutely yeah, we'll good love it. Yeah. Let's let's go let's for it. Let's get it full. Let's get it full again. He's going to turn up on a Tuesday night. Come down. Is it on the Tuesday? Yeah. Is it the 29th? Uh, yeah, I think, yeah I think so. it's normally on the yeah. Tuesday. All you people have got to do right now <clears throat> is remember that moment mm. against West Ham at St Andrews. Oh God! Yeah. And that atmosphere. Yeah. And that the the passion and the love for our football club, we need to get that back in our bones. Completely and utterly support our club. Week in, week out, win, lose or draw, and we will lose. Mm-hmm. We will lose. Mm-hmm. We we do yeah. need to do that every week. Yeah, really. I mean, people like who couldn't to. go on Saturday because it was like inundated with people who couldn't, couldn't go. But they saw sort of people come to the cup game. You know, mm-hmm. or if you we can't to make go for the kids come to the cup game. Kids for a Kids quid, for everybody else. Fill yeah, the yeah. ground. Yeah. Can I just re- nothing if possible? Can I just remind everybody yeah. as well that the Blues are um, letting, uh, I think it's all season ticket holders into the ladies game. That's uh, right. Yeah. On yeah. Sunday, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. 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 yeah, so that's yeah. really good. That's, that's really cool. encouraging as well to get bums on seats for that. Mm. I say the ladies, call the women's now, isn't it? But yeah. uh, I think that's superb as well from the Blues, getting bums on seats for that. And let's try and, you know, get some bigger crowds in for that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a problem on the 29th. I'm going to see Peter Kay. Oh, OK. Yeah, but also I think with Peter the women's as well, getting Hope Powell in, you've got to get yeah, Master Stroke. She, she's got, yeah. she is a legend in the women's game. And what she doesn't know about football isn't worth knowing. Yeah. So they've got to go for promotion this season because mm, they could go yeah. far now, especially with her. 
Yeah, yeah, they're, they're making some really impressive appointments, aren't they? You have to say that. It's, yeah, they go, you can just tell that they want everything to be world class, don't they? Everything's yeah. got to be elite. Absolutely. Uh, I think I think if we can get some bums on seats there, especially this one, I'm not saying it's going. I don't know what they're going to do with with the with the tickets, but mm. you know, this one free on Sunday, I think that's uh, great for families as well. Mm. You know, just go down and have a day out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Great. yeah. Mm. Definitely, definitely. Well, definitely. What Oh, you've put me on the spot. I think it's two o'clock. Two o'clock for women. Yeah, two o'clock. Tate, question for you, mate. Apart from football, what, what's your best sport? What was or still is your best sport apart from football? Darts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in a pub when I used to go in a pub, play I don't know. Um, I'm not really into it. Uh, into any other sports. Really. I watch them. I play. You know, used to play cricket years ago. Yeah. I used. To, I started golf as most footballers. Um, do yeah, um, but obviously that was so frustrating, and I mm. uh, always ended up waiting to get back to, for, to have a drink at the, uh, at yeah. the bar. So yeah. I used to cut the golf short and end up off me nut for about two days after that. <laughs> so, so what I do now is just walk the dogs. That's my if you could call that a sport. I, I love dogs, yeah. and I just go out with my dogs, and I and I, I go for miles and uh. Brilliant. And I, that, that's what I do. But for sport, I'm not really, really into anything other than football. If I'm honest with you, ever done a one eighty? Ever done a one eighty on a dartboard? Have I ever done a what? Sorry, a one eighty on a dartboard? Ever done a one eighty yes, on a dartboard? Have, yeah. have you? Yeah, Fair I play. Have, yeah. I'm not yeah. playing him. I oh, know I'm not either. Nah. I've got two triple twenties a couple of times, <laughs> yeah, but then that's I just about lose it. the plot. Yeah, they get a one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what does what does everyone think of American football? Do we all do we all watch it? Do we all know a lot about I it? I do. I definitely. I love it. Yeah, it was a pinch me moment when we appointed Brady. Yeah. Well, you yeah. turned up on Saturday with a massive cheeseburger. One of those caps with two hands on it, clapping. <laughs> 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 Big foam hands well, in, the, in, the, in the stadium. I knew, I knew who he was, but I'm not massively into NFL. Same. I have watched a few YouTube uh, videos since, though. He's come in and yeah. seen his best bits and stuff. You That's can see natural, a, though, right? You yeah, can you can yeah. see he's a class act, can't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's top class. Yeah. Yeah, he'll make yeah. a big difference yeah, when they're around the place. Well, can last what is it 15 20 minutes a quarter or just over that but still lasts four and a half hours in total because of all the stoppage that's baseball um, craig <laughs> baseball's all right <laughs> it's horrendous I, I i do like watching though i do like watching the american uh football because it is entertainment they, you know and mm. if they can bring even 15 20 percent of what's in that game towards st andrews it's just a huge, huge, huge difference. Um, and uh, Tati, a couple of questions have come through on the board uh, and actually just a general comment as well, which I find quite amusing. You were talking about players saying they've got agents. Well, uh, Linda, bless her, has, uh, has mentioned that her eight-year-old granddaughter has actually told her she needs an agent already. So it shows how it rubs off in the game. Um so a couple of questions that have, uh, have come through. So in terms of, you mentioned any youngsters, uh, I think we've, we've heard a lot around some of the names, but one especially seems to be uh, resonating quite a bit, and it's a uh, son of friend of the show and uh, ex-Birmingham City employee and, and article writer, Colin Tatum. Um, and he's, uh, his son is doing very well at the moment. So yeah. the question is, uh, thoughts on him, and do you think he could break through into the first team at any point? Good question. Right? Oh, he's he's had a, a very good start to the season. He scored a hat trick. We beat Nottingham Forest last week in a Fenny six 0 or a Cat One Academy. Uh, very highly regarded. He scored three. 
um, and had a couple of more assists. So he's, he's hit the ground running um, and he scored two at Cardiff in our first game of the season on Saturday uh, and was very, very lively. He's a natural, but I'd say he's the best goal scorer at the club, in the whole club at the minute, yeah. that's including really? the first team. Best natural finisher I've seen. Really? Yeah, he's, he's very much old school. He plays on the shoulder, makes some very intelligent runs and anything around the box. He's absolutely lethal. He had a bit of a bad patch um, in the last season. His confidence went a bit, you know, when, when goal scorers aren't scoring, they, you know, they tend to lose their confidence and, you know, what am I playing for? He, he was trying too hard. I had a good chat with him. You know, I've got a lot of time for Frank, a lot of work with Frank and uh, he's done exceptionally well. Uh, he's a lovely kid. Obviously, I'm good friends with his dad as well. And we've got him back at the ground running. We went on tour to Scotland with the 18s uh, in July. And we played uh, three games up there. One, two, beat Rangers 3-1, lost the Bournemouth 2-0, beat Air 2-1. Uh, and everything has been positive. And Frank is, if he keeps his head and keeps on working hard, he's got a great chance. Um, he's a second-year scholar at the moment, so he's you know he's coming up to get his first pro deal, um, and I'm hoping that he that he continues in his final form. But he's he's a he's a great worker and he's he's, he's quite aggressive as well. I'm trying to instill that into him that he's you know controlled aggression. Uh, um, you know he just can't go around the pitch kicking players these days, unfortunately. But um, you know he's he's learning his trade, shall we say, and he's taking it all on board. But he's, he's one to watch out for. You know, I love the way he plays. You know, his, his runs that he makes and he's, uh, and he's just a natural finisher. But he, he has got a, a great chance, Frank. A really good chance. Mm. When, you have, when you have players like that, Tate, do you have, a, have the seniors or the, you know, the senior players that have a little look when they finish their sessions and stuff? I not really know because the, the, the seniors now are, are trained down at uh, Henley, Henley Narden. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Down there And we're based still at Wastills. Um, yeah. But last season, I... I got a few of the uh, second-year scholars. Uh, I got I got Lukas Jukovic to go, uh, come and have a chat with a couple of the with Frank with Ben Beresford, who's got his first pro contract about what is expected from them uh, on to, you know to, to to when they step across that white line, how to hold the ball up, runs to make, uh, and Juki Juki's been brilliant with them, and that's on top part of my job as well is to get them the senior pros to integrate. With with the uh, the youngsters, you know, and the youngsters look up to them, and um, to get to pass on the, the tips of the trade, really. And can you, players like Lukas Jukovic is is great, great for that. Mm. I was going to say, can you see Juki coming into coaching yourself? Do you think he'd make yeah. a good? Do you think he? Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, the knowledge that he's got um, isn't is invaluable to to youngsters coming through. Um, you know, there's not that many pros, ex-pros at our club in the academy. I think there's only Marcus Painter um, and, and Liam Daish, who's the academy um, director, who have, who have played professional football. Um, you know, and it, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that, but it's always good to have, you know, that the players look up to um, youngsters. Deeney might have gone down that route. Players. Sorry? I thought Deeney might have gone down that route. Detroit. He might, he, he, he might yeah. do. Um, when I spoke to him before he, before he, you know, at the end of the season, he, he had a lot of offers um, that he was considering, and he, he probably will. And he's doing his badges and that, and he probably will. You know, he's a he's a, he is a leader, Troy, and he's well respected by youngsters. You know, from where he's come from, uh, off Chelmsford, and he's he's forged a great career in the game and off mm. the field now. 
He's um he's got a, a you know his his work on the TV, his work on you know for the for various new, newspapers. But he should he should go into in some form of coaching because he's got a lot to offer. There's a lot of pros, you know. It's different, you know, when you come out of the game and you know just because you've played the game doesn't make you, you're going to be a good coach. Do you understand? There's a lot of a lot of hard work that goes in by by the coaching departments, you know, and all the hard work that they go and do in their badges. It doesn't mean you're going to be a, a great coach. Um, a lot of players have found that out. It's, it's really, really difficult, you know, to to work with um, youngsters coming through and to get the best out of them. You know, it really is hard. I think, what, what level are you at now, though, Paul? I, I, I don't coach. I'm not coaching any of the kids. I'm a mentor. Okay, so okay. I Primarily, I was working in schools with, with kids in gangs and things like that and drugs. Um, and then I got offered this opportunity by Craig Gardner um, to come and work with the with the lads. So I work with alongside Liam Daesh, identifying lads who may be struggling. Uh, yep. And then we've got we've got an academy psychologist, Sarah Finlay, Doctor Sarah Finney, who, who's who's a fantastic psychologist, sports psychologist. And then I do on my eyes for her on the on the pitches that if I do see lads struggling, that you know I have a chat with them and then see if we can get them in with the psychologist and see what's going on for them. So it's something that's oh, yeah. probably, probably groundbreaking, you know really, that not many yes. clubs have got that. Yeah, what well, a fantastic so, initiative. There's so many horrible things going on on the streets of not only Birmingham, yeah. but down here and every town. That mm. is an absolute revelation, I promise you. We've got a lot of lads who, who come from inner city Birmingham who, you know, they step out of their doors, postcode lottery, you know, the areas where they where they live in Nansworth, Newtown, Lazales, that we've mm. had to move from those areas and put them into club digs, you know, so that is very dangerous. We identified that they have, you know, it's, it's roulette for them. If, you know, if they turn out their door and they go left, they could get shot. If they turn out right, they could get stabbed. So we thought, you know what, <coughs> best thing for these players is to move them into safe areas, mm. uh, give them the support, give them every, every opportunity to become a professional footballer and just concentrate on, uh, being a professional footballer rather than going out of a night and worrying Absolutely about what's going to happen. And brilliant work. But what happens to that child when they're then told they're not good enough? Well, we've got things in place for them now. We we, we do monitor them. We do keep in touch. We try and get them other clubs. Mm-hmm. Um, some, most, you know, we've got, obviously the, the lads who've just been released, um, who have gone this, you know, parted ways with the club. We were in touch with them. A lot of them, we've got them as scholarships in America, um, you know, uh, in their scholarships playing football. So there's a lot of aftercare that goes on then. Yeah, there's more There's more aftercare than what was when well, I played. Well-being, you know. isn't it? Yeah, it's player welfare, player well-being. Um, obviously, the, the disappointment for a player, you can imagine these players have devoted uh, 10, 12 years of their young lives to become a professional footballer and then they get told, I'm sorry, but, you, you, we're not going to get you a contract. It's absolutely heartbreaking for them, but it's not the end of the road, you know. And I've tried myself to try have a chat with them, have meetings with them to try and get through to them. I played with with Lee Shaw, um, who went on to, uh, in in our youth team, or just between the, our in the sixteens, and he got released, went on to Torquay, spent eighteen months there, went to play for Man United, England, and he had the absolutely fantastic career. He obviously, lives in Spain now, mm. and. Uh, it, it, it's not the end of the road, you know, just because one coach, it's about opinions football, just because our clubs say, you're not ready for us. There's, a, there's, there's 91 other clubs out there who can take I know these are sensitive questions, right? But how is that process, how does it, is, is that process 
mapped out by one person or do you like have meetings and then meetings with the individual it's meetings with the family with the, with the parents with the player yeah. we've got a whole um player welfare department club which look after these players which are in regular contact even now knowing where they are what they're doing what clubs they're going to we forward all their clips of them to clubs uh, a circular to clubs to say this is what we've got this is what this player can offer um are you interested and a lot of the lads have been away. They've been, you know, with a variety of clubs already. And some um, have got uh, stuff sorted and some haven't. And if you've, got, you've just got to keep knocking on the door and 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 don't give up. You know, the football world's a cruel world. You know, it, it's it's it, not it's like turning up and, and, have, and having a five-a-side game. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a cruel, cruel world, the football world. You know, and if you're not strong and committed and got the desire and the fight, you, you're going to go under. Mm. So the other part of the question then is, how do you feel mm. um, when a player gets offered a professional contract in front of his mum and his dad? It's it's amazing. It is amazing. It, it's, you know, the, the, the lads who've just been given pro <clears throat> contracts, we've had one come from grassroots who's been given a two-year lad come from, Newcastle got released by Newcastle. Come down to us. Newcastle then wanted to resign him, but he devoted time to Newcastle us. Beautiful word this week, by the way. <laughs> Sorry, Newcastle. Newcastle. Yes, word it's a beautiful <laughs> word, isn't it? This, yeah. this week. Um, yeah, so it's um, it's it's the best feeling ever. You know, you can imagine these lads have the parents have been putting all the time and effort, travelling all around the country to watching them play, and seeing their child get a professional contract. You know, but I always try and emphasise to these kids, you know, when I have my little meetings and my little chats with them that you've done nothing. All you've got is a professional contract, one or two years. This is where it starts now. Because in two years' time, you could be out the door. What you're going to do in those two years um, to get another professional contract, you've got to work your socks off. And every training session matters. You know, there's something that I've learned from when I played, you know, that, that we didn't live right back in those days and, and in these days there's that much money to be earned in the game um, you've got a very short career you've got about eight years to earn money out the game that's it um, that you've got to, you've got to give everything you've got to make sacrifice after sacrifice and you've got to run through brick walls for, for this football club for yourself and live right um, and you've, we've got people like myself ex-players like Daishi like Martin O'Connor there to help you um, who knows what it's like to be a player. I was a pro for 15, 16 years. Daish the same. And Martin O'Connor, captain of the club, as was Liam Daish. Brilliant, brilliant captains. And the kids have got that now to, to fall back on, mm. you know, to ask us questions. And we, we, like them, you know, we, 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 we give them kicks it, up the backside, it, it, you know. It sounds more like a brilliant support network, to be honest with you. Mm. And, and it yeah. really does. And I'm, I'm absolutely proud of the football club and yourself and, and everybody else involved. You know, we we don't we, we would never know the answers to these questions without asking yeah. them. Uh, and to have this opportunity to ask, they're very sensitive questions, right? We're talking yeah. about very young people that are, um, you know, growing up, so to speak, in inverted commas, um, either making a career or not making a career. And, yeah. you know, um, to know that that support network is still there for them when... Yeah, and- well, I, I had a meeting with them. I think twenty ones last week, or I think it was last week, and you know they're, they're struggling as a, as a unit. They're struggling, and I just said, "What you don't want to do is sit here in twelve months or eighteen months' time, thinking what could I have done better, mm. and if you get released, what you know, what 
could I have done to get me a professional contract? Do not leave it in the dressing room. Do not leave on the training pitch. Give your all. And if you can come off that pitch, off that training pitch, and look yourself in the mirror and say, I have tried everything in my power to become a professional football at this football club, and it hasn't worked, you can look yourself and go, you know what, it hasn't worked, but I can move on. But don't leave it in the dressing room or on the training pitch and you haven't trained correctly, right? Because you're going to have myself and the rest of the coaches are going to give you a kick up the backside and don't come crying to us saying, well, I'm going to get a professional contract because we can say A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, or whatever. This is why you haven't, because you haven't put, you haven't done what's what been requested of you, all right? And what the talent that you have, is you've, you've, you've wasted your talent in the last 12, 18 months. Don't leave it in here. Do not leave it in the dressing room. Get out there. You train. You train hard. You live right, okay? And you've got the backing. Anything you need will back you up mm. as long as you give 110% for this football club. If you're not, I'm going to give you a kick up the arse. Martin O'Connor's going to give you a kick up the arse. And Liam Dash is going to give you a kick up the arse. That's three swear words. You know, and if they survive the first <laughs> one, then they've got two more. We can, we can swear <laughs> loads of say arse, don't we, both? Tatey, some yeah, of the a, comments great... that are on the board. Great to have a good insight Sorry, there, Craig, isn't it? Go on, go on, go on, Craig. Go on, Craig. Just to say, so, so many questions that are coming through. And, and uh, so I'm uh, just a general comment, first of all, from, from Paul Collins. He said, Tatey, um, you should coach. You were an amazing player. Uh, he'd love it as well to see Brian Hughes at some point getting involved. Mm. What he's also passed comments of, which I think is absolutely spot on, is managers as well make or break a player. Mm. And that at some point, every player has been turned down. Um, so, you know, it, it, it makes sense with everything you're saying. There's another question that's around, do you think now that we're linked with the American side of things that actually there will be opportunities for potential scholarships out in the States where I think we're seeing an increase in the game. Possibly. Yeah. I mean, we've just had a couple of lads go across to America who've just been released um, from their scholarships. Every year you have, you have companies come in and they do presentations for the, for the, for the kids of the scholars. And this is what we can offer you if you don't get offered a professional contract and the kids you know, it's a fantastic opportunity going to America for three or four years. You know, a lot of them living there. Um, it could happen. Uh, you know, I'm excited to what could happen. Um, obviously, tour in America with the first team. Um, that uh, you know, I, I'm I'm looking at things like that. You know, and for our academy as well. You know, pre-season we normally go playing the Cheltenham's, Northamptons every single season. And the fans are going, oh, not them again. Do you know what I mean? We might as well have a good link up with them. You know, but. Oh, will we be playing in America? Will there be something happening over there? We, you know, to, for the brand of our, our, you know, the undefeated brand of taking Birmingham City Football Club over to America. Mm. I'm, I'm looking at all things like that. I'm very positive about the future. I only want the best for our football club, you know, and I'll, I'll run for a brick wall for our football club. Uh, and so will a lot of the staff down there at the moment. Um, mm. You know, the, the kids are in safe hands at the moment and uh, onwards and upwards. Mm. I mean, that's, and to be honest, that's, that's, sorry, Craig, that's inspiring to hear, you know, that side of it. We don't often think of that side of it. Mm. So no. that's brilliant to hear, that is. Tati, back when... Sorry, Craig. question for yourself. There is, of course, Birmingham in Alabama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on, Craig. Jason McDonoghue's asked, Rich, during lockdown, you did the fantastic fundraising event with the DJing down at St. Andrews. and. Oh, yeah. 
yeah. Are there any plans to do another one? And do you think we'd get uh, fireworks and laser lights again for that one? It was um, <clears throat> it was absolutely brilliant, wasn't it? Um, was, even though I do bro. say it myself, it, yeah. it was absolutely yeah. superb. And Joe Hunt, uh, Joe Hunt and Andy yeah. Ball as well, great. Uh, JK as well. Um, I've spoken to Ian Dutton a couple of times about it. Um, and uh, I know Ian Dutton was absolutely amazed by the event. He phoned me about 10 minutes after we we, we we went off and he said it was one of the best events he's ever seen at the Blues. Um, I'd love to do it again. I've, Ian knows that I'd love to do it again. And uh, maybe we could do it even bigger and even better next time. So uh, I'd be all over it. Um, yeah. It was a lot of, lot of hard work under very... Uh, difficult conditions at the time as well. So uh, yeah, so yeah, I, I would hope I would hope to say yes uh, to whoever asked the question. Uh, yeah, hopefully, maybe Brilliant. maybe one year, Rich, you do it in Times Square. <laughs> 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 that would be good, wouldn't it? That'd be good. You can only dream. Press the buttons to bring him the new year, Rich, and announce it. Tati, Tati, just coming back to your Thank role you, for a minute. Tati, just coming back to your role for a minute, mate. Back when you played, who was your biggest mentor and is there a lot you're taking from them now into the role you're doing nowadays? Uh, oh, well, it's very much a drinking culture, wasn't it, when I when I played, when I first broke into the team. But I always allude to, to Liam Daesh as, as, you know, as a captain who would just held everything together under Barry Fry's era. He yeah. was um, just a leader. And even now I work, you know, I speak to him every day and work with him as well. And everything that, everything about him epitomises Birmingham Football Club. Yeah. He wants the best. He wants, he wants the best for every player at our club, every young player coming through. And he held our club together. You know, when, you know, when you and Barry Fry talking about the pressure was on to get us promoted, mm. to win every game, to, to win the cup. And I think it really, I genuinely do believe if it wasn't for Liam Dacian, the drive that he had, we wouldn't have got there. I mean, I shared a room with Daishi the other week in, in Glasgow, up in, in Largs, uh, for, for our under-18 tour, and he even started verbaling me at 7 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Absolutely brutal to me about how I was looking at my legs were like sausages. <laughs> I, had, I, had, I had three chins. <laughs> and I'll be dead. And I'll be dead in two years. And then, just walked off. and then that was at seven o'clock in the morning. I thought, bloody hell, he must have had a really bad dream. Um, and but you know what? I, I took it on board. I've lost a stone since then really? um, in weight. And I thought I looked at myself and I went, you know what? I am eating twelve almond slices a day. And maybe he has got a point because of because of my addictions. I'll go into things quite mad. Whether it's satsumas, melons, almond slices, I, I, I can't yeah. stop. So I took on board, but when he when he speaks, you listen. So yeah. I, even to this day, I, I I really respect what he says, and as, as a mentor, and I, when he speaks, I, I, I listen because I know that he was a top professional. Uh, he wants the best, and he's and he's a man to be listened to. Yeah. You know, and I, I think it could only be for the benefit of our club to have someone like him leading our academy and leading our kids forward, and leading the club. Um, you know, he's been a manager in the past and he knows he knows how to win games and he knows um, what he wants, you know, and he, for me, you know, I, I do listen to him. Mm. Probably the only one in the game I've ever listened to, really, if I'm honest with you. Can I share mm. a room with him next Super. time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rich, another question that's come through, which I think this one's so, so good. The names of players. 
we come across what it's were annoying. very, very basic names to start off with, and now we have every name that seems to come from under the sun from every country. Yeah. You have to practice. No, I don't even get a chance, uh, and, and it's a nightmare because uh, in the Championship, you're not watching these players week in, week out because they're not televised as much. In the Premier League, you, you see a name and you know you know how it's pronounced because you see them every week. But in the Championship, it is an absolute nightmare some mm. games. And mm. I'll go to... You know the assist the the other team, uh, one of the assistant managers, and ask them. You know how do you, how do you say that? And um, sometimes they like wind me up, and I'll say it wrong because <laughs> you know. And I, I truly believe that what they say is yeah, correct. Yeah. Um, but there's, there's actually phonetic um, uh, things that have been brought out now for each club. I think so. Each club's having to do a, a phonetic uh, alphabet of, of how they're spelt. But no, to answer your question. Um, just a lot of researchers uh, at last minute. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's called panicking, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Richard, 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 Richard. Have you ever, ever made a proper gaff, Lloyd? Uh, I think the worst one was uh, when, we, when we was playing Reading and I said substitution for Blackpool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the reason, the reason I did that was... Uh, um, I was looking down at the scores, and the last score I looked at was Blackpool. And I looked up, and we they were so making easy though, isn't it? So yeah, easy. they were making a sub, and I'd subconsciously just looked at the Blackpool score, yeah, and just said, mm. "Said Blackpool." Yeah, it's amazing how everybody knows where I am as well when I make a mistake because it's like everybody's looking at me from miles away, but I can see they're looking. Yeah. <laughs> Rich, when we play the baggage here, and it's Wolverhampton. Yeah, <laughs> I want to want to try and keep my job. I'm after your job. I'm after your job. Richard Goldin, I'm after your job. Well, else you do, Richard? Obviously, I know what you do at the Blues. Obviously, isn't a full time job, is it? Some people think it is, you know. Do they? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's mad, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, no, I, I've uh, got our own little small business built, uh, building exhibition and event stands. Oh, okay. So we're all over the. All over the country, some some little EU shows as well. Mm. So it can be quite hard work actually uh, getting the, fitting the football in. So I have to sort of manage yeah. manage it quite well. Mm. Um, it's getting more difficult sometimes, but uh, yeah. no, yeah. So we're uh, we're off off doing that. It's quite seasonal <clears throat> as well. So when the kids are off, we're we're sort of quite dead, uh, yeah. which is good. You know, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so that's what I do in the uh, daytime. I'm not a full-time stadium announcer. So no, no. There we go. Yeah, good stuff. No, sorry to put in. Sorry to put in, but. Um, Coming back to Tatey, when it talked about announcements, wasn't it at Wembley? They announced your name wrong, didn't they? <laughs> I've, I've no idea. I what did they I call me? Some, I read some of the local... Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I did. So I remember at the time, I was there my dad and thought, that, that ain't Louis. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I made no, my no. debut for my Cypriot team, when I when I finished my career out in Cyprus, for a team called Nia Salamina. And they, I think we were playing a local derby against AK, Larnaca. And they... Said number eight, Paul Tit. The Greek language, the A and the I, is a, says that I comes out as an I, the, the A's are silent. So, yeah, so Paul, I was Paul Tit over there. Yeah, it's a good so job you weren't right back, well. isn't it? All my friends who are hysterical. <laughs> But the stadium announcement, right, I guess someone did mention that. I was, I yeah, think I, was I, I, remember, I remember at the time thinking that that's wrong, but. 
Yeah. What do I know? Obviously, yeah, look, we look a bit different, mean we don't, you know what I mean? So, no. <laughs> nah. are, we into the, are, we, are we into the last 15? Oh, crikey, we are, yes. Yes, uh, we are. So, Paul, yeah. Paul knows the last 15, so, Nick doesn't. So what we've decided this way, based on where Craig's based and where Craig is on, on a campsite, it's literally anything to do with holiday camp and football. Lee Camp, in the middle of Lee Camp, straight in, look at that. I'll start us off with Darren Tent. Mm. <laughs> Actually, while we while we're thinking, can I just do a really quick shout out? So I met a lad on the train coming home called Dan, who lived one of our listeners who lives in London. Okay. Um and he randomly sort of started chatting and he listens all the time. So cheers, Dan, if you're listening. He's uh, stalking you now, isn't he, Mark? Hey? He's stalking uh, you now. Can I can I come back to you, Paul? <laughs> yeah. Right. I want you to take your finger away from you and, and then look directly at the camera. Right. What I try to do is, is is find out a doppelganger. Now look straight at the camera. <laughs> is this or is this not a very young version of Harry Redknapp? <laughs> no. No. Harry Redknapp. Oh, no, that's oh, terrible. Uh... <laughs> I think it might Paul... come back on again. You know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we do want him to come back on. I think Paul Tate looks like Paul Tate. Yeah. There's never going to be another one. There's no one else who's going to look like that. I don't mean he like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right, so we're going to go to Brighton and uh, Camping Stove Albion. <laughs> There's uh, a few others that have come through. Uh, we've got uh, Tent Alexander-Arnold. That's a good one. <laughs> That's mm. good. Uh, Peggy Sheringham. Yeah, I like that one. Uh, Rude Caravan Nisseroy. <laughs> really, really. Name and shame, please, Craig. Uh, I think Tom Kavanagh may may well be taking the lead with ground sheet at the villa. That's a good one. Yeah, <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, Again, uh, please name, please name. Uh, that was Don Kavanagh. Uh, well, we've also Tom. had Paul Hansen with uh, Delhi had a Ginganguli. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Tatey, do you reckon, Tatey, do you reckon Dave should be up for this, last 15, word association? <laughs> On to me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, What do you reckon Dave should? Dave yeah. should probably be in the pub. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've also got uh, Porter Lou Macari from Jason Hughes. Superb. That's a good one. That's a good one. Nicky Forster from Pete Taylor. Pick Nicky Forster. These are good tonight. These are Borussia Munchen Glamping from Brett Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> That's good on. Uh, Lee Geary has said uh, Jack Butlins. Not bad. Uh, <laughs> Michael Woods, I think he's pushing it a little bit because he's gone with Andy Tentpeg instead of Leg. Oh, yeah. I don't think I wish him to Mark Hopkins, Jonathan Grainsheet. Superb again. Yeah. yeah, you got any Ray Hobbright, brilliant. Shower Block Madston. Oh, superb. Yeah. Have you had all, all afternoon to think about these, though, Paul? Yes, they have. I've only said one. I've said one. I've been watching them on the group. Totally stumped. Yeah, yeah. About two o'clock this afternoon. Yeah, so we can do some yeah, yeah. All these comments, though, they weren't on there. Please, so everybody listening, don't alive. think that they're only very, very clever. They're not. I can't think of any more. I said about five earlier. I can only remember one. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm trying to think. 
Uh, just going back, back to my list, just to see if I can shout any out. <laughs> uh, Liam Dyche, hard as nails, Baz said he'd, he'd head an aeroplane if he wasn't far wrong. He Absolutely wasn't far right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I loved him when I was younger. He was a brilliant player. Well, God. loved you all, Tati, in that squad, 95. Brilliant. What a squad. What a squad. Yeah. Mark Ward in midfield, Peter Shearer, yourself, Donawa. You know, Jose Dominguez, Kevin Francis, Steve Claridge. What a, what a team. All from memory, that was. Oh, it was, yeah, absolutely. All from memory. Gary, Gary Cooper, left back. He was a good player. Yeah. Who was so Jonathan Hunt, remember all the... Yeah, Jonathan Hunt was class, yeah. yeah. yeah class yeah. player. Yeah. Gary Paul, right back. Gary Paul. Just before you go to bed, you have a hot chocolate. Yeah. You do, well done. Yeah, Benno in goal and Dave Barnett. And we had players like Andy Savile on the bench, didn't we? And in and around it and... People like that yeah, as well Neil was Doc- involved. Neil Doherty. He was a good little player, Doherty. Neil Doherty, Didn't get much yeah. of a chance, but, you no. know, he never let us down, did he? No. Paul Williams. Remember Paul Williams, the striker? Yeah. Yeah. He scored, didn't he, in the semi? Ken Charlery. Yeah. Well. Ken Charlery, yeah. Yeah, he, was, he weren't bad. Yeah, he was decent. Here's, here's a great question, Tate. Um, if you could have a top with anyone dead or alive, who would it be with and why? Have a, have a what, sorry? If you could have a tart, a drink, when you used to drink. <laughs> with anyone yeah, dead probably, or alive probably, probably George Best George Best that's a good show isn't it oh, yeah show. you'd only have the one though wouldn't you absolutely okay. <laughs> yeah 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 Bestie wouldn't have many would he either no <laughs> um, so some of the others that are well some came through earlier and some of the others to shout out now we've got Windbreck Shy Sand Dune Bellingham mm-hmm. it's mm. hotter in the sun yeah, uh, like it. Uh, David Deckcherum instead of Beckham. That's a good one. What about Denver? What about Denver Bar? That was almost There's a bar in there on the camp side. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, well, it's a bit of Craig, did I say a funny one? No. No. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Great idea. I think it was 2018. That was. <laughs> Who? Howdy and Rainey. Howdy and Rainey. That's Howdy it. Who's that from? Is that from Munich? Yeah. Ah. Uh, surprise. Uh, that's, Munich, you know. that's all right. Uh, He's got Mr. Sheen earlier on did say Rep Guardiola. He said what? Rep, Rep. Guardiola. Uh, right, okay. <laughs> I just want to say as well, great to see Roy uh, tweeting as well with a picture of himself looking looking like he's on the mend uh, yeah, photographer. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, uh, he's doing okay now, isn't he? He's on, going in the right direction. Thank God, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was you there the game when he fell backwards? I, I, I was, was there, but I didn't, I didn't did see, you see it. it? No, I was a bit worried about it at the end of the season last year. Mm. Um, we had you know, a couple of fill-in photographers and I was like asking questions. I didn't really know about it. I, I don't know where you've seen it. It was on Twitter. Wasn't yeah, it? Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I asked about him on Saturday and um, we're not 100% sure. I don't know if anyone else is, but it seems like uh, it's all good news. Good, so that's good. I hope that we are right with that as well. So, mm. yeah. Good. Lovely uh, man. Been on the show. Yeah. Um, Taken out well, how many, how many photographs did you say? Was it three oh, million? Crazy. It's got to be, isn't it? It's been there. What's he been there? 20 was he? But he was there when you was playing tight. He probably was, wasn't it? Yeah. Was Roy, yeah, 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 yeah. I know Roy, yeah, he's been there for donkey shows, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so yeah, we need to move on to um score predictions now, don't we, for Saturday's game? So, Bristol City away. Um, I'll start us off with two one blues. I'm going 2-0. Go on, Alan. Hello, Alan. Alan, can you hear us, Alan? 1-1. 1-1. 1-1. Okay. I'll come down. Adam Wilkes. Uh, I will go 2-0, Blues. Mark? I'm going to 
I'm going to say 1 0 Blues. Craig? Uh, I'm going to go 2 1 Blues. Claire? Two. Claire? We don't have uh, 2 1. Tatey? Blues. 2 2. 2 2. And Rich? Uh, I was going to say 2 1 as well. Yeah, I'm going to go for 2 1 as well. Well, that's all pretty positive. Mm. Was you there on Saturday? What about Monto? Yeah. Mm. We've done Monto, yeah. He's gone 1 1. He's gone 1 1. Yeah. One, one. Our actor friend, Richard Haler, good evening, young man, has yeah. said uh, Roy is doing really, really well. And he is fighting hard to get fighting fit and back down since Andrew. So it's Brilliant. great to hear. That's great to hear. Um, Brilliant. Absolutely. Yeah, Mark met Richard. It was uh, really good nice. to meet him. Yeah. Nice to see him. Mm. Yeah. Nice bloke. Uh, Linda Magnus at 2-1 Blues. Mark Hopkins, 3-0 Blues. Uh, Craig Firth, 3-1 Blues. Paul Lilly, 1-1. One, one. Simon Andrews, 2-0 Blues. Nigel Mann, 3-1 Blues. Uh, Lee Geary, 4-0 Blues. Um, we've got 1-0 <laughs> Blues from John Bloor. Uh, Paul Collins, a Bristol City, 1 Blues one. Uh, we've got uh, Benji Smith with 2-all. Paul McCarthy, 3-0. Lily Pad, 2-0 to Blues. 3-1 Blues. So we haven't had one person that has said Bristol are going to take a result, which is the huge positives because last season we were hearing the opposite. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And a few of the names that have come through as well, uh, Don Gavanagh, Tony Showers. <laughs> That's a good one. Michael Woods, in line with the good old British weather, he has said how, uh, Howard Gale Force wins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some of these we can't, uh, I'm afraid we can't read. Some we cannot read out yeah, at all. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> no, that's, that's some good ones there, though. Mm. Uh, Danny Shitter in the woods. Can't say that. <laughs> we can't, <laughs> sorry, really? we can't say that one. Name, no, uh, James. Yeah, I'm sorry. Who one. else would it be but Lily Pad? Jason Hughes has also said because he's been cold, daily had a bowl of coffee soup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't, have a, don't have a cup of soup in a bowl. Dealey had a bowl of ten pegs. That's quite a good one. Uh... That come from Dealey had a bowl of. Cup of <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for me, that's the outright winner without a doubt. Without a doubt. Chris Brown, Michael Woods wants to know what happens if we get a six 0 this season. Well, oh, yeah. it, it still stands, you know what I mean? still stands. I've got the thong at the ready, as uh, as we speak. We've <laughs> <laughs> got half our listeners there, Chris. I've got a camera down there. Or something. Right now. <laughs> yeah, no, it still stands. What about, what about Ricky, Yot- Ricky Yotto? As in Yacht. Ricky Yotto. What's that? What, you can't really. Oh, come on, your camping trip. Mark, sorry, no, sorry. It's all right, ladies and gentlemen, boys. Don't worry, Mark comes from Coventry. I'm not from Coventry. I'm also, I'm also, I'm also slightly worried about uh, Michael Woods' enthusiasm about me going naked. Mm. <laughs> it is going to be a bit concerning, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Definitely, Michael Woods. We cannot read that one out, but it is very good. <laughs> So what, what do we think then? If we get if we can get a good striker in, like that's, I mean, I think Scott Hogan's a good striker. He can score goals. I think he will score goals. But we get another one in who's you know, say a little mm. bit younger, mm. bit of pace through the middle that can get like double figures, you know, or up like Hogan did last season as well. If we can get mm. Hogan scoring ten up again as well, yeah, then we could, you know, who knows? We could put a push on for oh, sort no, of top no, top no, top, no, top no, nine, no. top nine. I'm saying, yes, why not? Let's hope. Let's, yeah. let's, when would we have said that? When was the last time we would have said that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
To be honest, though, Paul, can you can we just cross these things about Lyle Taylor? I think people putting two and two together just because Lyle Taylor was there. Mm. I personally don't think he'll be coming. I think he was just he's trying to get into punditry mm. and stuff, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then you yeah. have a friend who's got a box still. So yeah. personally, I can't see that one happening. But mm. we're after that other bloke, aren't we? Yeah. What's his name? The, the Cardiff. The Cardiff. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I can't see Lyle coming back. I don't think he fits the bill now. I think that boat sailed. Mm. Team. What, what, <laughs> one thing that I'm really, 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 really glad about is that John Eustace has got an opportunity yep. to take it forward. Right? Uh, he came. He came in. We were in the doldrums. Who would have wanted the Birmingham City manager's job seriously? Seriously. Now he's got an opportunity to go forward and to make a massive name for himself. And I hope he does. And I hope he stays with us. And I hope it's us that he makes that massive name for himself. And on that note, Nick, you've got 60 seconds to say bye-bye. Well, this has been it. This has been it. Uh, it's been the Tilton Talk Show, sponsored by Small Affordable Cars of Tumworth. And it's been an absolute pleasure tonight. So we've got Adam Wilkes. Thank you very much. Been a pleasure. Uh, Mark Adams. Yeah, have a good week, everyone. Take care. Have another ball. Good night, everybody. God bless you all. Lovely Clay Eblin. Good night. See you on Saturday. The one and only Paul Hipkiss. <laughs> good night, all. Keep right on. <laughs> Chris Brown. Good evening. Goodbye. Uh, Richard. Richard, uh, I want your job. Uh, you know, that's all, you know. Th- I just, thanks. I just want a payslip. I don't need to get paid, but I want a payslip from Birmingham City Football Club <laughs> to put on my museum wall, right? You can have one of mine if you want. <laughs> you can pay the tax on his. There you go. Well, thanks, everybody. Yeah. Keep yeah. right on. It's three it's minutes tough. worth. Good to you on, mate. That's all it is. And the one and only. Richard, take good care. And who have I missed? Mark Adams. Of... Yeah, well, uh, no, nobody important. Craig and Paul Tice. <laughs> Ah, Craig, of course, Craig, yeah. <laughs> yeah, good night, everybody, and uh, we have a, we've had some wonderful guests tonight, but we also have another one joining us now on the 4th of September, so watch out for details of George Paris joining us on the show. Superb. And we're going to let uh, the good old Blue Nose himself, Mr Birmingham, say, I want that T-shirt. I don't care where it is, Paul, I want you to find it. I ain't got it. Uh, He's got it. He's got it framed at you, Paul. He's got it in the frame. Huh? It's in a frame, isn't it, Tatey? You, got it, you had it framed, didn't you, Tatey, last time you came on, I remember. Uh, I've got, I've still got them in. Yeah. Do you know where it is, Paul? Yeah. Where? On a wall beyond <laughs> no the No comment. <laughs> <laughs> I will put you down, I promise you. It's, it's, it's safe. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, a Birmingham absolute megastar and, uh, you know, cult hero of the past, uh, but cult hero of the future, too. Looking at youngsters, ladies and gents. And we've had some great insight to the work that you do. Hey, say goodnight to the people. Thanks for having me, everybody. Keep right on and let's move forward together and stick Absolutely. together, lads. Let's all stick together. Thanks God bless you. Paul. Thank you very much indeed. Take care. Thanks for your time, Tate. Bye, all.